You are listening to Hang Out with Heather on Niche Radio. out with Heather with me Heather Hook here with you once again on Niche Radio. Happy Friday, happy almost wine drinking Monday. Yes I know South Africa is excited we are going to be able to purchase alcohol again on Monday. Um, In case you haven't noticed I love wine, I love drinking wine, I like talking about wine, I like talking about food, food that goes with wine, snacks that go with wine and wine farms in general. So yeah, it's been a pretty dry couple of weeks, but I am flipping delighted about Monday and keeping with the wine theme, I've got some awesome wine um, stuff coming up in the show, some great special offers, even a competition from Natida to win some incredible prizes around wine, so that's exciting. Of course, food, and I chat to the absolutely gorgeous and go-getting, trend-setting Margot Fargo, ex-Miss Earth South Africa who's opened up a reusable straw company. Uh, She's big into recycling and greening, which is something that I'm super passionate about as well. So I chat to Margot a little bit later in the show. Don't miss that. But without any further ado, let us get started. So, Niederberg Wines, needless to say, is backing the Eat Out Restaurant Relief Fund, which has been established to extend a hand to those restaurants feeding the hungry during the national lockdown. The brand is donating 100,000 rand to this initiative that also hopes to keep these restaurants sustainable over the long term. So the Eat Out Restaurant Relief Fund is taking empty kitchens and talented people and mobilizing them to feed the hungry. The fund is offering financial support to these restaurants to help them pay their staff and to buy food and to keep them in business so they can keep putting food on the table for hungry families. And they hope that by keeping the restaurants operational, they can reopen their doors as viable businesses when the time comes. So the Eat Out Restaurant Relief Fund is administered by the community chest, MPO and PBO, and donations are tax deductible. Eat Out receives no commercial benefit from the donations. Eat Out and New Media are donating time, the team, brand, running costs and resources to this initiative at no cost. And if you want to get involved thus far, they've raised a million rand in contributions with 980,000 rand being paid out to restaurants thus far. You can donate online, help.eatout.co.za slash donate. And if you're um, a restaurant that's feeding a needy organization or contributing to a feeding scheme, please visit the funding page to see if you qualify for funding, help.eatout.co.za. .co.za. Everything, of course, is available on my website, heatherhook.com, as is everything that I chat about on the show today. So if you want to find out more, you want to get involved, you want to donate, which I think is a, it's an incredible initiative um, and will help keep your favorite restaurant open um, as well so that we can go, hopefully go and eat out soon. Uh, that'd be great. So that's the Eat Out Restaurant Relief Fund. Do check that out. Now, yesterday, Thursday, the 28th of May was, drum roll please, International Hamburger Day. Ask a South African to name their favorite food. They may probably say braai. If you ask them to name their favorite fast food, they're likely to say that it's the hamburger. It's the same world over and everybody loves the simplicity of a perfectly done patty, be it beef, pork, chicken, lamb, vegan, whatever, with their favorite fillings, bacon, cheese, lettuce, tomato, barbecue sauce, all the trimmings. And while there's much talk about the decline of burger restaurants and other fast food outlets, not only during lockdown, but also because people are becoming more health conscious these days, 
burger joints remain the largest segment of the restaurant industry. And in the US, the burger market alone is worth more than $122 billion. That's 2.2 trillion rand. That's a lot of money. Now, we know that South Africans love their burgers. And the team at Capscom Culinary Studio have once again asked one of their chefs, Nadia Pillay from the PE campus. She's uh, shared her incredible burger recipe with us and it's available on my website. So the burger has no name. It's called this since 2009 because that's how long she's been making the burger. And it looks absolutely incredible. The recipe is on my website. Head on over to heatherhook.com. Click on the International Hamburger Day post and go check out Chef Nadia Pillay's since 2009 burger. There's yummy additions, there's suggestions, serving suggestions, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff there. Um, so if you're looking for something maybe to do this weekend with the kids, why not get them into the kitchen, make some burgers for the family, and you've got a yummy meal as well, and everyone's got hands-on. So that's uh, celebrating International Burger Day yesterday. Woohoo! Much excitement to Herb Nature Reserve and Marine Protected Area in the Overberg region have spotted their first whales for the season. This is very, very exciting. They usually come in around about June, July and are, you know, easily spotted until November. So they've come a little bit early this year. I can't help but wonder if it's maybe because of less pollution and less um, traffic in the ocean. But uh, who knows? But um, as they bang on time, the southern right whales migrate from Antarctica to breed and raise their calves. And the team at Dehope Collection are so excited to see them. This is a marine protected area that extends three nautical miles out to sea from the coastline and is a haven for breeding whales and their calves. Uh, in 2018, they saw 1,400 whales, approximately 200 um, were not in the Duhurp area. So they had about 1,200 in that area last year. If you are thinking of traveling down to the Cape, do check out duhurpcollection.com and go and check out the whales. It's an absolutely beautiful sight to see. And the water looks so clear and beautiful there. I really, really um, hope that the marine life and whales and dolphins and all those other sea creatures are having a bit of a break without all the pollution knocking around in the ocean. Now, speaking about pollution and speaking about greening and all things good for the planet, I got to catch up with the incredibly inspirational Margot Fargo. She is one of South Africa's leading environmentalists. She owns her very own metal straw company and heads up several women empowerment organizations, including the successful and popular Crown Me Naturally SA initiative. I chatted to her about Fargo Straws. I chatted to her about Crown Me Naturally. Have a little listen as I catch up with Margot. Well, Fargo Straws started just over a year ago where I decided, you know, I was in the Philippines for an entire month where, you know, we were doing all these environmental projects through the Miss Earth International pageant where I represented the country. And I was so inspired by how they lived um, sustainably, no matter what their background is, no matter whether you are in a little village or whether you're in a corporate space. And one thing that came from that is when I came back from the Philippines, I asked myself, what am I going to do differently? Or what can I incorporate, you know, in the South African consumer industry that is, you know, new, innovative, sustainable, and where every consumer can really just reach out and make a difference in everything. So um, then I started Fargo Straws. It, it actually started with, I was sitting down and I just thought to myself, I have a set of metal straws from the Philippines and I've never even seen anyone in South Africa that has it. Mm. And then I just decided, you know what, what am I going to call this? And 
I just said, I want to go far with it. And then I realized that's my surname. So I broke it down into two and I called it Fargo George. Um, and that's where the whole dream started to, you know, saying that a consumer is more than able to empower themselves by having one store, which is actually equivalent to 540 plastic stores. Mm. So with my passion with sustainability, the consumer industry, I thought this was a perfect idea. And from there, we've been going from strength to strength, one store at a time. Um, on social media, we mainly on social media on Instagram, at Fargo Stores, as well as Facebook and Twitter. And so, yeah, that's how it started. And I wanted to ask you, what is your, with regards to like businesses and, you know, sort of large restaurant chains and stuff, what's their take on reusable stores? I mean, is this going to be something that we will eventually see everywhere? You know, in the near future, I really hope so. It's fairly new in the, in the restaurant industry because not a lot of restaurants are really keen or open to having um, metal stores, mm. serving metal stores instead of plastic stores because of the whole um, hygiene and the red tape, you know, behind that. Mm. But a lot of restaurants are very open to providing the consumer with the option of purchasing a metal store. So I have been in contact with a lot of restaurant chains, restaurants South Africa, but everything is just pending. So we really just focused on getting to the average consumer, whether it's a teenager, whether it's a, a working class person, we just really want to give them that option because we do know that's how the world, the world is changing. A lot of um, countries and, and states are banning single-use plastics. So hopefully South Africa will be next or in the next few, maybe years, months, we don't know. Yes. Also, given the fact that you know we, we're facing a pandemic, perhaps it would change. But if, if I could project in the near future, it would definitely become a norm. It might take some time. Because not a lot of people understand the rationale behind it, but that's why we also so focused on educating the consumer on our social media platforms, um, packaging our straws as corporate gifts, so that instead of giving, uh, you know, an employee a torch or a mug, you give them a metal straw that they can use everywhere they go, that they can reuse. So that's the, you know the factor that we're trying to bring, but. I really hope in the near future that it does become a norm because that's really where we are headed as, you know, the perspective, taking into perspective the environment, our pollution, single-use plastics. So definitely in the near future, I really hope that it does become a norm. Yeah, I hope so too. And I think people have seen a lot, you know, during this lockdown of how pollution is cleared up and stuff and how much damage we actually do to the planet on an everyday basis without realizing so, um, yeah, let's, let's hold thumbs. Now, tell, you also spend time going into corporate institutions, educating their staff about, um, you know, greening, uh, reducing their carbon footprint. Share a bit more about that, maybe if people would like to get you to come and sort of chat to their teams. All right. So, with, with my passion in sustainability, I think what I realized is that, you know, so many people really think that to be this eco-warrior, you have to plant trees every day, mm-hmm. you have to recycle and sort your waste, and it's just this intricate, you know, process. So I decided, you know, instead of creating or people thinking of this whole big um, mountain of things where they think that they need to be an eco-warrior to save the environment and things like that, it's really just educating the consumer to say, in, instead of focusing on um, relying on institutions, government to pick up after themselves, 
as a big institution, they can make these small changes from reusing paper, sorting out their waste, um, thinking about um, you know lighting solutions that are mm-hmm. more sustainable, that are more um, that save energy, that would even help save their, their their billing costs at the end of each month. So, it's small practical solutions where companies can really just think, okay, these small changes will have a bigger impact and also create a good image at the end of the day on the outside to say that this company is really focusing on lowering their carbon footprint and making it their own responsibility to lower their carbon footprint in their daily lives when they're at the office, when they leave the office, and then at the end of the day, just making it a lifestyle. Yeah, like switch off the light if you're not in the room, you know? Yes, yes, exactly. And I mean, to top it all, you've also got another business on the side. You've got your Crown Me Naturally SA Hair Initiative, and I think this is absolutely incredible. Share a bit more about that. Uh, thank you so much, Hilda. Um, so Crown Me Naturally started about two years ago. It's funny, last, um, last night I realized that two years ago we launched our very first breakfast, and there were about 20 women. We planned the event in like, three days. <laughs> where we just said we want to create a safe space for women of all different backgrounds, races, age. We, we realized that, you know, the natural, the, the, the hair industry has been so saturated that when you stand in front of um, the aisle with all the natural hair products, you become so overwhelmed because every single thing screams natural, sulfate-free, paraben-free, and mm. as a consumer, you really want the best for your hair. I know... As, as, as a, you know, a naturalista myself, I know that every woman wants to, you know, own their natural crown. Mm. So this initiative start, started with a simple dream just to educate the consumer and educate a, the woman. We're actually looking and going into educating men as well because men are very big on grooming. Mm. On, you know, the natural, practical way to look after your own hair. And also above that, we bring women in business, women who um, battle with, you know, self-image in the corporate industry because there's a huge stigma behind natural hair in the corporate industry. I myself um, was in a corporate world about two or three years ago. I was in medical um, sales representative and every time I would walk in and my hair would be slightly a little bit bigger because I have an afro, it would be, it would be either distracting or they would ask me to put it up or, um, you know, just to say that it's not presentable. Mm. So we're just really trying to break that stigma and create safe spaces for women to talk about these issues and also learn a thing or two about their own hair and empower themselves to look after their own hair because our hair is our pride and joy. So um, bringing local, national brands together, that's also a nice uh, business and marketing opportunity for them. So it's just a really, it's really a good group of people, companies, um, students, working class coming together and just creating that space to own their true self. Yeah, I mean, I think you're never, you're never happy with what you've given, uh, but I think, you know, if you can learn to, to work with what you've got, and, and we, of course we've got Zazie Tunzi, you know, sort of rocking her natural hair, which I think is a huge inspiration for, for young ladies and ladies around the world. So, yeah. Um, so, so what's next for you, Margot? Okay, obviously, we're during lockdown, I know, but, you know, I know you're in the planning phases, um, you know, getting stuff ready for post-lockdown. So, so what's next for you? So, you know, it's, it's, it's such an exciting and scary question because you, you really don't know what is next for, you know, where we are. But what I can tell you is that 
tell you is that you know I'm I'm continuing to to push my passion, which is sustainability, empowerment. Um, I'm also looking at how I can reinvent my own personal brand when it comes to um, going a lot like digital, and mm-hmm. you know just continuing to creating those spaces for um, the youth, the young young men and women, where we can come together. Uh, and, you know, educate ourselves through the platforms that I've created. So I'm also really focusing on, you know, with the whole pandemic, I've realized that we, as a country, there is such a huge need for um, food security. There's so much poverty in our country, and I'm really going to be focusing on creating such platforms where I myself can make a difference and partner up with various uh, organizations and see how we can make that sustainable difference. Margot, of course, an incredibly inspirational person to chat to. If you don't have a reusable straw in your handbag or at home, do go and check out Fargo straws. And let's just try and cut down on that pollution and all that nastiness that winds up in our oceans. Um, Really, really super important. So do check out Fargo straws. Now, back to food. How did you know? Chef Kerry Kilpin from the team at Stiernberg Wine Farm have uh, or have, they've started creating at-home food deliveries with the addition of delicious deli selections for you to rediscover more of her culinary treasures. So if you're down in the Cape and you want to get some yummy food delivered straight to your door, the new Stenberg at-home selection box- boxes bring you chef's choice, restaurant quality deli foods direct from Stenberg's preferred suppliers. Let Chef Kerry take care of your fresh produce purchases with her selection box of 12 seasonal veg. If you like seafood, you'll want to get the frozen seafood box which comprises Patagonian calamari, yum-yum, scallops, prawns, and smoked salmon is an absolute must. And you can browse the online daily items for frozen mini croissants, Danish pastries, um, and if you prefer more savory pleasures, there's a choice of kudu, carpaccio, salami, copper ham, or smoked salmon. The Stenberg at-home ready meal menu offers some super welcome additions like homemade quiche, pulled beef with a homemade tagliatelle, there's a chickpea and butternut tagine, mm, it all sounds absolutely incredible, gluten-free bread, after-dinner treats, and even an option or two for fussy little eaters. As the country anticipates the move to level three lockdown, restaurant dining will remain out of bounds for a little while longer, so get Stenberg at home to drop off some delicious foodies for you and the family. Deliveries take place between two and six on weekdays in the following areas, Lakeside, Takai, Kirstenhof, Meadow Ridge, Deep River, Bergfleet and Constantia at a nominal fee of 40 Rand with complimentary delivery for orders over 350 Rand. The delivery fee uh, further afield to Nurdok, Bishop's Court, Kenilworth, Claremont and Newlands is 60 Rand and deliveries to Cape Town, CBD, Atlantic Seaboard and Half Bay take place on Wednesdays only at a fee of 70 Rand. Head on over to the Sternberg website, go check it out and of course don't forget everything I chat about on the show today is available on my website, heatherhook.com. Now, two competitions. They're not my competitions, but they're competitions that I'm definitely going to be entering. So with the lockdown ban on the sale of alcohol soon to be lifted, wine farms in the Western Cape are gearing up for an influx of online orders from wine lovers across the country who, like me, are going to be replenishing their depleted stocks. Some wineries are offering discounts or free deliveries. Durbanville Valley-based boutique wine farm Natida have come up with an exciting competition that it hopes will entice wine buyers to place orders with them. Basically, what it is, is if you place an order for 12 bottles or more of Natida wine via the farm's website, which is natida.co.za, that's N-I-T-I-D-A, 
www.natida.co.za or by popping them an email info at natida.co.za, you will automatically be entered into a draw to win one of five fabulous prizes, including three nights accommodation for two people uh, uh, in a luxury guest cottage located on Natida Wine Farm, including breakfast and dinner each day, wine tasting and cellar tour for two, a helicopter flight to the V&A waterfront, total prize value is 20 grand, and then from the dinner for four, a Cassia restaurant at Natida valued at 2,000 rand, a five litre bottle of Natida calligraphy wine valued at 3,500 rand, or even a full refund of your qualifying wine purchase. I mean, what's not to like, right? So winners will be chosen at random on the 30th of June, 2020, and the winners notified on July the 1st, 2020. Um, those that have already placed their orders will automatically have their names entered into the competition. And for more information and full T's and C's, you can head on over to natida.co.za. And plus, on top of that, Natida will ship orders of 12 or more bottles to all large centers in South Africa free of charge. So you can get your wine delivered for free and you could win some awesome prizes thanks to Natida. Now, you know what I'll be drinking shortly. Now, another great giveaway and one that I'm so excited to have partnered up with the exquisite Tao Game Lodge to offer to my listeners is, wow, I just, I can't even get over this. So let me just start off by saying that Tower Game Lodge, which is located in the Madikwi Game Reserve um, towards the north of South Africa, is absolutely incredibly stunning. And we enjoyed our stay there. I went with a friend about two years ago. We saw everything from elephant to lion to everything in between. The most incredible two game drives a day. All your meals are included. This is definitely a place that you want to visit if you're dreaming of getting back into the bush. And I, I know I am definitely. I can't wait to be out in nature again. So one lucky listener and their partner will win an additional night when they book two nights at Tao Game Lodge in the Madikwi Reserve, which is about a four-hour drive away from Joburg or Pretoria. And the trip can be taken any time before the end of November 2020, but bookings need to be made before the end of July 2020. So the prize will include one night for two people sharing, with three meals and two safaris per day, and excluded in the price, obviously, is your transport to Tao and your daily tourism and conservation levies, which is not a lot. It's like 30 bucks or something at this five-star game lodge. So they've got two specials running, which is the Lion Special, which is 13,750 Rand per couple uh, sharing. And that includes, like I said, accommodation, three meals per day, two game drives per day, drinks and snacks on safari, a gift basket, spa vouchers, a curio store voucher, like a whole bunch of stuff. The only thing you have to pay for is your alcohol um, or soft drinks or whatever it is that you're having outside of the package. And the Lioness special, which is the same price, 13,750 Rand per couple sharing. For two nights, it actually works out at like 3,000, 3,500 Rand per person, including all your food, your game drives. It's actually a really, really good deal. And if you purchase before the end of July 2020, you can stand a chance to make it three nights, not two. So what you need to do is head on over to the Tao Game um, Lodge website or you can pop them an email taogame at mweb.co.za. To make sure that you can win this prize, you need to mention my name. So when you're booking, you need to say, I'm entering the competition with Heather Hook or um, I'd like to win with Heather Hook or something along those lines so that you are entered into my competition. Otherwise, you won't be entered. So don't forget to do that. This incredible five-star game reserve, game lodge, safari destination. I cannot wait to return. It is literally, I don't often revisit bucket list items, but this was bucket list and I'm going to be bucket listing it again. That is for sure. 
Obviously, dates are flexible depending on when they lift the lockdown, travel bans, etc., etc. But don't miss out on this. Um, and the prices are really low as well. I mean, they've they've given me a really good special here. So so do um, take them up on that. Of course, everything available on my website, heatherhook.com. Just click on the book two nights at Tower Game Lodge and win a third free. And you can get all the information there as well. That, of course, is it from me for this week. I will be back with you again next week with all your best entertainment and lifestyle news and more wine news, I'm sure. And have a great weekend, whatever you do, be safe. And good luck for those who are returning to offices and work next week to keep our economy powered up and ticking over. My thoughts are with you. Make sure you wear your mask and yeah, just be safe. And I'll be back with you next week. Lots of love. Bye. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log into www.nicheradio.co.za.